Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to the voice of Christian Liberty and Homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from all over Chicagoland. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. You are about to hear from the depths and archives of this historically rich and yet culturally relevant institution as we seek to inspire and encourage you in your walk of faith. Get ready to hear your host, speaker, teacher, and author, Audrey Marie Hessler. Welcome, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the host of The Voice of Christian Liberty. And it's a beautiful day in Chicagoland. And today I want to share some stories about part of what Chicagoland incorporates. Uh, We are the second biggest celebrator of St. Patrick. And the reason we are is because we are the second largest population of the Irish. So if you're listening to this at the time of the original broadcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about who St. Patrick was. And I'm also going to say that this should be titled, The Truth is Always Better Than Fiction. Now, first of all, as Christians, we know we love the truth Jesus said, I am the truth. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father but by me. So whenever you're pondering the truth, you're really pondering or thinking about Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the truth. And having been raised in Chicagoland, and that's where our academy is, we're in Arlington Heights, and friends, you're always welcome to come visit us. As a matter of fact, we love it when people just come in to say hi. We have people contact the radio station. We have people contact ChristianLiberty.com or Homeschools.org to ask more about us. But you're actually welcome to walk in the door. We have a beautiful academy in Arlington Heights, and we're just welcoming to our brothers and sisters who pass by. We have beautiful murals, we have art shows, we have a play going on. If you're listening at the time of the original broadcast, we have a play going on, Tuck Everlasting. We have a wonderful music department. We are those who follow God's word, and like Jesus Christ, we are those who encourage others to become part of the family. We welcome all. However... We also know the truth, and the truth is there is a difference between acknowledging Jesus Christ as Savior and not. So we hope you do know him as the living God. So today I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit about St. Patrick, since if you're again listening at the time of this broadcast, this is the week in which people set aside time to remember the man called St. Patrick. And 
I know that there, I titled this the, that the truth is better than fiction because I, there's a lot of fiction, not all, surrounding who that man was, but there is. There's a lot of stories, so to say. And the first story might be that St. Patrick is Irish. Well, St. Patrick was actually born in Scotland. And not only was he born in Scotland, the reason he ended up in Ireland is because Irish pirates kidnapped the young lad. And the good news is, like many bad things that happen in life, it turned out good for St. Patrick. And by the way, since I'm telling you that the truth is always better than fiction, I'm going to address a little bit more about the saint part of Patrick later in this broadcast. So hang in there. Don't get worried. I'm not going to say anything that isn't true. Now, not that I couldn't get some of the facts mixed up. He did live long ago. St. Patrick lived a long time ago. So, of course, we can get some of our facts about him mixed up. But the truth is that he wasn't born in Ireland. He was born in Scotland. And around the age of 16, he was absconded by pirates and brought to Ireland to be a slave. So the true story is even more exciting than the fictionalized story. And as a teacher, I've been a part of this academy in Arlington Heights for decades. I've taught for many years. One of the things I taught was writing and research. And I can tell you this, that when you think you know a fact, if you do some research on it, and I used to always teach my students this, we used to teach historical research. And I would tell them, if you're really doing a good job, you will find out something that you think you know isn't true. And I would ask them at the end of their research, whether they researched the Star-Spangled Banner, or if they researched uh, Fort McHenry, or if they researched the life of George Washington, they would find out that some of the things they assumed they knew as truth wouldn't turn out to be true. And, and this is a great thing to do, friends. I highly recommend you take time to research things that interest you. And so one of the things, after you're finished listening with this broadcast, and again, you can listen to this as a podcast. You don't have to listen to it during the week of St. Patrick's Day. You can listen to it on a summer day. Go to ChristianLiberty.com. You can hear our former podcast, too. So uh, St. Patrick, I started out by saying that the truth is always greater than fiction. Jesus Christ himself is the truth. And that in itself shows us how important truth is. Christ is truth. Deuteronomy 3, 32.4 says, He is the rock, Jesus Christ, he is the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are judgment, a God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he. Isn't that beautiful? That's a statement about Jesus Christ. Well, when it comes to St. Patrick, the true story to me is even more exciting than the story that is somewhat, and I'm not going to say, you know, a lot of people who know about St. Patrick, a lot of what we know about him is true, but let's just start here. He wasn't Irish. He was Scottish. Now, I'm a Scotch-Irishman myself. I come from a Scotch-Irish background, and so it's very mixed together, the Scots and the Irish. They're mixed together, but they're still separate groups. And so he was actually Scottish, and he was pirated off to be a slave in Ireland. And as the amazing fact of God is true, that he will work together all things for good for those that love him. And that's what he did with St. Patrick's life. He, he really worked it out for good that St. Patrick as a young man, and I'm going to call him by that name, but I'll later I'll address in the second half of this broadcast what the word saint means. So Patrick was born in 385 in what is called Roman Britannia in Dunbarton, Scotland. Uh, 
And he opens up his St. Patrick's confession saying this, My name is Patrick. I am a sinner, a simple country person, and the least of all believers. Who does that remind you of? It reminds you of Paul in the Bible saying, I am a sinner and the least of all. You know, friend, if you truly know Jesus Christ, there almost always is a time in your life, if not maybe all of your life, where you're saying, wow, I'm a sinner and I am the least of all believers. When you really come into the presence of the living God, you start to see yourself in those eyes of who am I? Who am I that you took an interest in me, God? I am a sinner. And so that's one of the first recordings of St. Patrick in what he wrote as Confessions, in which he says he sees himself in that humble light. And again, friend, if you've never really given your life to the Lord, will you recognize I'm a sinner in need of a Savior? Today, come to him and say, I'm sorry for my sins. Forgive me. Be my Lord and Savior. And that's what Patrick did. He recognized himself as a sinner. And so going back to my topic of the truth, is always better than fiction, even though I love a good story. You know, uh, I love the story of Braveheart, and yet a lot of that is fictionalized. And so, as Christians, we should be embracing the truth. So, St. Patrick, who was uh, made a slave and brought to Ireland, lived a portion of his life there and eventually would escape back to Scotland, his homeland. But during that time, he developed a heart for those people in Ireland who had uh, who had taken him away as a slave. And so when he would grow older, after wrestling with God over this, he would go back to want to bring Jesus Christ to the men and women who had once caused him to be a slave. You know, when you think of slaves, you don't think of Ireland. But yet, that's who St. Patrick was. He was a slave in Ireland, bought there, brought there by pirating Irishmen, who uh, brought him into their land to work for him. And so he would return home to Scotland and then decide to return to Ireland to work with the Irish people to bring them to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And this is one of St. Patrick's most famous prayers. And this is the one he, he proclaimed to the people who had taken him captive. Now the prayer starts out this, Christ with me. This is St. Patrick's words. Christ before me. Christ behind me. Christ in me. Christ beneath me. Christ above me. Christ on my right. Christ on my left. Christ when I lie down. Christ when I sit down. Christ when I arise. Christ in the heart of Every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. Wow. Those are the words of the man called St. Patrick. Patrick, as I said, was actually born in Scotland. He was brought to Ireland as a slave. He then had a heart inside him for the people of Ireland. It just beat it to bring to those people Christ, as I just read in in St. Patrick's words. And so even though he would escape from that slavery, go back to Scotland, he would then return to Ireland 
to share the truth of who Jesus Christ was, similar to the story of Corey Ten Boom, and similar to the story of to people to this day who are brought into captivity because of their love for Jesus Christ, who then have a heart for their captors that they might know the love of God. Well, I'm about to go to break. I'm Audrey Marie, the host of The Voice of Christian Liberty, and I'm sharing with you the story of St. Patrick, who wasn't really Irish. He was Scottish, but he loved the Irish people. Look it up. I always encourage research. And after this break, I'm going to talk about what did that word saint mean? But I can tell you this, what it does mean in this case is St. Patrick loved Jesus Christ. I'm Audrey Marie, the Voice of Christian Liberty. Hi, this is Pastor Calvin from Christian Liberty Academy in Arlington Heights. Sadly, many elected officials in Illinois and across the nation think that parents should not be in control of the education of their own children. The experts know best. If you question them, you might be a terrorist. We have a much different view. We believe that not only are parents ultimately responsible for the education of their children, they can do it. You can teach your children at home, and you don't have to wait until the next shutdown or school year. For over 50 years, we have operated a Christian homeschool program, and we have served hundreds of thousands of families locally, across the nation, and even in many foreign countries. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. It's not too late to teach your children at home this year. Visit homeschools.org to learn more. That's homeschools.org. Do it today. Welcome back, friends. This is Audrey Marie, the voice of Christian Liberty. And if you're listening at the original time of this broadcast, I'm talking about St. Patrick. And I said I was going to address a little bit more about what that word saint meant on the first half of this broadcast. And so I'll start here. On the first half of this broadcast, I said that the truth is always greater than fiction. I love a good story. I've been a writing teacher. I've been part of this academy for many years. I also teach research. I love to teach those things. And one of the important things is if you're listening to a story about someone, you have to go dig a little to find out what part's fiction and what part's nonfiction. And when it comes to St. Patrick, one things we you can find when you research is that he wasn't Irish. He was Scotch. He was Scottish. And now I'm Scotch-Irish, and I love both of my, the backgrounds and my nationalities, and I have many other nationalities. Sometimes they'll call people like myself a mutt because I have a variety in my background. But what I really want to think about in this case is that um, God loves all the nations of the world. And so whatever is your nationality, your background, God loves you. He loves the person from Nigeria. He loves the person from Sweden. He loves the person from Turkey. He loves the nations of the world and God loves people. He loves the Jewish people. He loves the Irish people. And that's who I'm talking about today. But whatever is your background, your nationality, whether you're from Romania or Bulgaria or Ukrainian, Ukrainian, uh, which actually is Kazarian, that's the original country that was. The nationality today is not quite the point as much as the love God has for the national, the nations of the world. But I am specifically am talking about St. Patrick today, and I'm going to tell you two things that involve that name. One, as I've already mentioned more than once, he was really Scottish. He was pirated by Irish people and made a slave. Now, we don't usually think of Ireland as a land of slaves, but slavery goes on to this day. And I believe soon a lot of that will be exposed and broken up, and gratefully so. But because of the fallenness of human nature without Christ, it's part of who the history of mankind. 
And always we must be growing, as Patrick would tell us, closer closer to Christ. As the first half of this broadcast, I read his most beautiful words in which he says, Christ be in me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, in which we must bring that truth because it's Christ who truly changes hearts. But let me give you another factor about St. Patrick, that he was never a saint. He's never been canonized. So I said two things. I said that the truth is always greater than fiction. One, the man known as St. Patrick is not Irish. He was Scottish, but he loved the Irish people. And those are two groups that are very closely associated. But then two, he's never been canonized as a saint. Isn't that interesting? See, I've often taught over the years to the youth I've taught, you must research facts to find out truth. And you know, if you've never researched Jesus Christ, by researching what he's done, it will change your life. For no one in history can account for all the things. No one compares to what Jesus Christ has done. And and the coup de grace is that Jesus Christ came out of a grave. Death could not hold him. Yes, he walked on water. Yes, he talked to the wind. Yes, he made blind eyes see. Yes, he talked and the grave came out of graves, but death could not hold him. But death will hold you if you do not know him as Savior. And friend, that was St. Patrick's mission. Patrick became a slave to the Irish. He escaped and went back to Scotland. And then later in life, he realized he loved those people. Just as now, missionaries will love people who despitefully use them or dislike them. And they don't have to be in another country. You may love someone right now who isn't kind to you. If you can be like St. Patrick, you can go and witness the love of Jesus Christ to them. And so Patrick, who was actually a Scot, went back to Ireland. And eventually he would reach a nation for Jesus Christ. He took threats to his life. He had to carry a dagger wherever he went. There were so many threats against him. Now, anyone who's honest knows that if you really speak the truth about Jesus Christ, there's a lot of people who won't like you. And so Patrick, who'd been enslaved by the Irish, please look it up. Please don't get mad at me. The truth is always greater than fiction. Who was actually pirated to that land, went back after he escaped back to his home in Scotland, then went back to Ireland out of love. You know, if you read the story of Corrie ten Boom, she was put in a Nazi concentration camp. And then the Lord would later say to her, go minister to those people. And she did. She ministered to the very people who kept her in the concentration camp and said, Jesus Christ loves you. And so St. Patrick went back. Despite setbacks, he persisted. He eventually converted the king. And the king was baptized by Patrick. And much of the people of Ireland followed suit. See, he listened to the Great Commission, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And so Patrick, instead of having a hatred for those who had been unkind to him, had a love for them. And so rightly so, may the Irish call Patrick theirs. But he's really, who is he? He is a follower of Jesus Christ, who listened to the words of God, who struggled who struggled after he'd been through that difficulty, but he said, I will go back there and I will tell these people, Jesus Christ loves you. Christ in me, Christ before me, Christ in all. And so he's also famous for having rid the snakes out of Ireland. They say that is one of the great things he did. Um, There were no natural snakes in Ireland at the time. And so he's given credit for that. And so to this day, people say that's one of the great things he did. But what is the greatest thing he did? He brought Jesus Christ to Ireland. And to this day, 
missionaries are called throughout the world to bring the love of Jesus Christ. But friends, you can be like St. Patrick anywhere. You can bring the love of Jesus Christ into your neighborhood, to your local park, your local restaurant, to, to your school board, wherever you go. Christ in you, Christ before you, Christ behind you. And Patrick would come to be known as the Apostle of Ireland. He planted churches, the first one likely at a place called Saul. Now that's meaningful, since Saul in the beginning did not like the uh, new Christians and then eventually would become Paul. So it's likely his first church was planted at a place called Saul in Northern Ireland. It's a bit inland from the coast and just below Belfast. And Patrick planted more churches as he crisscrossed Ireland with the love of Jesus Christ. The challenge with Patrick is shifting through all the legend to the truth, <laughs> such as uh, take the shamrock, for instance. But if we, as, you know, in much of what we celebrate in our culture, we have to learn to do that anyways. We have to sh kind of sort through what's true, what's false, and then we have to hold on to the truth. You know, Jesus said in Psalm 51, Surely you desire the truth in the inner parts. This is actually the Holy Spirit talking in Psalms. <clears throat> Through the psalmist, probably King David, who wrote most of the Psalms. And he's really talking to God, saying, Surely, God, meaning he's talking to God, You desire truth in the inner parts. You know, friends, we need to desire truth. I, I love a good story, but if you really want to know the truth, it's worth researching it about anyone. Anyone you find interesting, anyone from history. And, and when you do research the truth, you'll find what I'm saying today is my topic. My topic is the truth is always greater than fiction. And the truth is that a man who was actually a Scot went to Ireland for the first time because he was brought there as a slave. Now think of the history of slavery throughout our own country. Isn't it wonderful to think that instead of becoming bitter, he became better? And now is an apostle, is known as the Apostle of Ireland, and Ireland claims him. And surely they should claim him as the man who brought Christ to them. And today we all have that calling, bring Christ to the world. Bring Christ to your neighbors. Bring Christ to your foes. Bring Christ to those who were unkind to you. Bring Christ to the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe on him should not perish, but have eternal life. So that's why Ireland claims St. Patrick. But truthfully, friends, oh, research this. He was never canonized by the Catholic Church, but he is still called a saint. Now, in the Bible, we see that those who follow Christ are called saints. It's a general term. And in Catholicism, it's a, a specific term, but it's a general term in Scripture for all those who follow Jesus Christ. Oh, when the saints go marching in, I want to be in that group, marching for Christ. Well, we have a book called History Stories for Children. I've talked about it on and off and recently in broadcasts. And though we don't talk about St. Patrick in our book, History Stories for Children, we do talk about three Irish limerick poems. The Irish are famous for their limerick limericks <laughs> and so let me read one from history stories for children there was an old man with a beard who said it is just as i feared two owls and a hen four larks and a wren have all built their nests in my beard 
The Irish are famous for their limericks, and I just read one. And limericks are a fun form of poetry. You know, nowadays, fears are becoming very popular again, so I could see how someone might have a little joke about there's enough room in your beard for two larks and a wren. But friends, even though I'm finishing here with a little bit of lightheartedness, the story of St. Patrick is a serious story of a man who had great courage, who once was a slave in Ireland to go back after he escaped and share the love of Jesus Christ. I hope and pray you would be inspired by this man to share the love of Jesus Christ. As he said, Christ be in me, Christ before me, Christ everywhere I am. Friends, that's your calling too. God bless you. Enjoy this story. This is Audrey Marie. You have just heard from the voice of Christian Liberty and homeschools.org, the radio ministry emanating from our beautiful 12-acre campus and historic 200,000-square-foot building in the heart of Arlington Heights. For over 54 years, this ministry has continued to build upon the historical riches of God's wisdom and knowledge and the labors of hundreds of faithful servants. If you are looking for a God-honoring school, consider Christian Liberty Academy. Students preschool through 12th grade attend our on-campus academy in Arlington Heights, coming from a 20-mile radius. We are minutes from the Metra train line. And parents, if you are desiring to nurture your children in your home with a Christ-centered curriculum, we serve thousands of families throughout the world through our home education program and services. We have pioneered the modern homeschool movement, and we can help you from a single book to a complete curriculum. We partner with parents to raise strong, respectful, compassionate, Christ-fearing, outstanding young men and women of character and purpose. Visit ChristianLiberty.com to find out more about Christian Liberty Academy and our excellent academic, athletic, and arts programs, our full-service homeschool program class that includes testing, report cards, transcripts, and more, plus the many books and resources produced by Christian Liberty Press and other excellent publishers. And visit us on Sunday for a morning Bible study and worship service that starts at 10 a.m. Visit ChristianLiberty.com or call 847-385-2012.